Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru, and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace La Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's embrace the Musica today. Hi friends, today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, our dreams. I'm not necessarily talking about the dreams you have when you sleep at night, but I'm talking about the dreams you hold in your heart for your future, for your family, for your business, your career, your life goals, all the things you dream of having or doing one day. We're talking about this because I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing where people come from, where they're at, and where they want to go. If you and I could sit down and have a coffee together like I do with my girlfriends, I'd love to get to know you through your dreams and your passions. I've always been a dreamer myself. From the time I was a little girl imagining the world at large, and from the pretty common dream of wanting to be a Disney princess as I watched those movies way too often as a little girl, to the dreams of wanting to be a teacher, wanting to travel the world, the dream of learning another language, the dream of speaking on stages, the dream of falling in love, getting married, having a family, all the things. So many dreams that have come true and I'm so thankful that they have. But I think we often feel that wherever we're at in life, we still have more dreams. Sometimes we may be holding on to a dream because someone else wished it upon us. Maybe your parents always wanted you to study a certain career like law or medicine and you're following their dream for your life. Maybe you were taught that women are meant to stay at home and raise the family and here you are doing that. Or maybe you're breaking that mold. Or maybe for you, like my husband, you just dreamt of getting out of your country, of being able to afford a pair of shoes when you're an adult, because as a child, you couldn't. And just for the record, my husband now has a lot of shoes. But all of these examples are just examples. And I was lucky that my parents allowed me to dream whatever dream I wanted. I wasn't told what to do or how to live. And when there were times in my life that I had to make dramatic decisions, I knew that they were always going to support me. So today as a working mom, when I think of my career and my dreams, I remember the internal struggles I had when I went back to work and left an 11 week old baby at home. I remember the guilt I felt having to work, the tears I cried my first day back at school when I was talking or in a meeting with all the other teachers and several other moments when I was crying and locked in an office pumping so I could bring milk home at the end of the day. From teaching to training teachers and traveling quite often and extensively for my job for three years, there were so many times when as glamorous as life seemed maybe on social media when I was traveling to all these beautiful places, when I was actually crying in the Uber on the way to the airport or crying on the airplane thinking, the kids are probably getting up now, they're probably asking for mommy, or the times I had to pump in airport bathrooms and just all the, all the things I had, I've had to do as a working mom. 
The times I had to travel for a week at a time, so I would buy little presents to help ease my guilt and help them not be as unhappy having mommy away. So during that stage of my career, when I found myself growing professionally and becoming a better presenter and getting a chance to speak on stages and talk about our story in English and eventually in Spanish, I know that I was growing. I know I was following my dreams. But I wrote about this on my blog, on Facebook and Instagram last year because I was struggling so much. Here's a little excerpt from that. Waking up at 3 a.m. yesterday to make a cup of coffee before going to the airport and hearing Zoe cry for mommy at 3.30 made me sad. As I held her and helped her eat the banana she had asked for, she said, no go, mommy, no go. I cried as I put her back down, patting her back until she fell asleep and whispered, love you, Zoe. She replied, love you. Having a career, even traveling to amazing places like Hawaii this week and spending hours on the road can be exciting. It can be fun, but it's not all glamorous. It's not tucking in my babies and being there when they call for me. It's working and helping our family. It's making me a stronger presenter and teacher as I get to train educators. It is providing me with opportunities to grow professionally while hopefully making a difference in schools around the states and Latin America. It is being fully present with my kids when I'm home. It is being intentional with my husband with date nights and time spent together when we are together. Being a working mom doesn't mean my family isn't my first priority. It means I'm showing them that hard work pays off and that parents can love their children and their job. And I, I remember that moment when I wrote that and just the pangs of guilt I felt because I knew I was going to be away for seven days that time, which was a long time. And sometimes it's hard to balance everything and to see everything when you're in that moment, when you're in um, just the hard times and trying to figure out what am I even doing? But I remember a good friend told me as I was confessing to her just how guilty I felt as a mom, how awful it felt every time a trip was nearing. And she looked me in the eye and she just said, you know what, Dominique? Your kids are gonna see that they have a mom who knows the value of hard work. Their mom never gave up. Their mom provided for them. Their daddy took care of them. You're teaching Max and Zoe that women can have dreams, have careers, and still love their family wholeheartedly. You're being true to yourself and your desires. And I think we all need to remember that. We need to be reminded that we can still follow our dreams and our dreams may ebb and flow as we grow. That's how life works. Your dream today may be different than the one you had 10 years ago. I know mine is. My dreams are constantly changing, but at the center, I wanna stay true to who I am and I wanna teach my son and my daughter that they are equally capable of chasing their dreams, of following their hearts and using their heads and their voices to help others around them. That's what we're here for. When I've had a chance to tell a bit more of our story on stages with educators giving a keynote, I always end it talking about a quote from my high school journalism teacher. She's the reason I love to write today and the reason I was able to find my voice in high school. Her name is Sue Meisner. She's also my best friend's mom. So I was at their house a lot in high school enjoying Wednesday night spaghetti dinners before youth group with my friend Steph. And though Sue may not have realized it at the time, she played such a huge impact on my life as I watched her quit her full-time job to write a book as that was always her dream. I watched her teach us high school students how to put a newspaper together, how to find our voice while we were writing, and how to just start something even if we didn't know how it was gonna turn out. 
And it's been a few years now since I was in her class, but since then she's published over 14 books and she's truly living out her dream. So for my keynote, which talks about embracing your story and your dreams, I asked her how she comes up with characters and plots for all of her stories. And I love the quote that she gave me. She said, the best stories are the ones that stay with us, the ones we don't forget. They've more than likely been about characters who wanted something that mattered and went after it despite hearty opposition. Journeys like that change us. That's why we like books like that. They transform us, make us stronger and more resilient. Just like we are in our own stories. The ones we are living or writing right now. And I absolutely love that quote. I love it because I relate it to our dreams and our stories. We are all living out our stories day in and day out. The decisions we make, the goals we set, the conversations we have with others, and the dreams we hold in our hearts. So I want to encourage you all today, wherever you're at, whether it's where you expect it to be this year or whether you've been through a roller coaster over the last year, which I can definitely relate to in the area of my professional life and career, but I want to encourage you to keep dreaming. Don't give up on what your heart desires. Don't throw in the towel when you know you have something to say or a business to start or simply joy to be found. Life is full of surprises and you may find that your dream is changing. That's okay. Just don't stop dreaming. Don't grow content with where you're at when you know you can reach for more. I know that I'm a three on the Enneagram test and that I'm an achiever and I like to just go for it. You may not be just like me and that's great because we all need each other. We all need each other's stories and dreams because that's what, make life's, that's what makes life beautiful. So before you even take that first step into whatever it may be, I know we often wonder about the how to do something or how to follow our dreams and we might not have all the answers. But I challenge you to tell someone your dream. Say it out loud. Not for them, but for you. I say that because I for one know that this podcast wouldn't be happening right now if I hadn't said something. I may have been thinking about it for months now, but nothing would have come to be had I not told a couple of friends who are also dreamers about this crazy idea. And you know what? They didn't say I was crazy like I feared. Yes, I know there are a few people in my life who would say this is silly and maybe even a waste of time, but I'm not listening to those voices. We all have imposter syndrome in so many ways in our lives and it holds us back from being who we wanna be and who I believe we were made to be. So tell someone. And if you don't have that someone who's also a dreamer, tell me. And if you're afraid to take that first step, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one. What's the worst that can happen? Keep dreaming, friends, and embrace la musica. So if you liked today's episode, please share with your friends, like, subscribe to this podcast so that we can keep learning together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la musica.